0: What's up, Bro Flippers? On today's episode, we're talking about a skill set that has the potential to make you thousands extra each year. And the best part is, it is a
1: learnable skill set. Welcome to the Pro Flipper Show. We're your hosts, Rob and Melissa Stephenson, founders of Flea Market Flipper and veteran resellers who have been selling on eBay for 27 years. We're
0: committed to helping you start, grow, and scale your flipping business while still having time to enjoy other things that you love.
1: Learn the strategies, tools, and tips you need to get ahead. Join us on this flipping journey to success.
0: So let's go. Alright guys, today we are talking about a skill set and guess what the best part is? It is a learnable skill set but we're going to talk about how to
1: use it and how to really get the best results out of this skill set in your flipping biz, So that you can make extra thousands of dollars in your business because we're all about making some more money and utilizing this can actually help you grow your profits. So,
0: Working smarter not harder. That is the goal. <laughs> that is our motto in this business so we want to make sure that you guys are utilizing this and teach you some pointers actually how to get better at this skill set so
1: so what is it it is the art of negotiation the art of negotiation (laughs) so it is definitely something that is super important in this business and there are right and wrong ways to do it because you don't want to be like as a seller you also deal with the other side of it so and you don't want to be the person that you're you don't like talking to or you don't like negotiating with so there definitely are ways that you can do it the right way and the wrong way absolutely
0: and there's really only two ways in this business right now that you can negotiate it's in in person or it's through an app online. So we're gonna talk a little bit about both of these ways. And how they're different and how you can utilize both of them. Absolutely, so first we'll talk about the in person way to negotiate. In person you're gonna use at flea markets, yard sales, thrift stores, any of those places where you're actually interacting with a seller face to face and the right way to do it and the wrong way to do it. So, first off, like when I'm at the flea market, when I find an item and I want to negotiate with the buyer, the first thing I do is take note, I'm sorry, the seller. The first thing I do is take note of that item and then I walk away so I can do a little bit of research on my phone. I want to find out all I can about the item. I've already asked the seller what the price is they're asking for it. I have a, a, a so you enough another starting from. I have enough information that I can formulate with my smartphone and a good idea if it is a good Buy, if I'm going to make some good money on it, or if I need to negotiate it down so I have more money on the back end when I actually sell it. So that's how I negotiate in person: is definitely get all the information about the item that you can. If you're at a yard sale, ask the uh, the seller or the the homeowner, hey, can you tell me a little bit more about this item? What it was used for? You know, how much use has it had? All this information about it, and then I would tell them, okay, let me think about it a little bit, and then walk around and start looking around, pull out your phone and do a little bit of research on the item, and then you come back, and that's where you start negotiating.
1: Yeah, you owe and walking away in the beginning will also sometimes they even throw a lower number at you right away so that happens at the flea market and you'll still sometimes if you have no idea what the item is you know you have a good library now kind of built up but if you still have no idea or you want to see what it's going for now you'll still say oh it's okay like thank you I'll I'm gonna I'll be back Uh, you know I want to think about it I need I just got to the flea market or I just got here I'll be back and and come back they don't want to lose you so
0: exactly and it feels really weird (laughs) to ask somebody a price and then have to walk away from them so try trust me this is something that i've done for years and at first it feels really weird because you're feeling obligated to the buyer when they tell you what the price is to either buy it do not feel that obligation you definitely want to do some research and make sure one of the stories that i comes to mind immediately when you talk about them trying to get you so at the flea market it's a little bit different than a yard sale a yard sale typically you have one family one one seller right there yeah. when you walk away and think about it they are, you're still walking around their area and it's not a huge ordeal so they're not going to come after you the flea market you have different vendors and if you should- show interest in something right there, the seller knows you have interest in that. They just have to actually get you to buy that item. That's the biggest thing. So if you say, okay, let me think about it. And you start walking away. They know you're going to go to another vendor and you might buy something at that other vendor. And that's where they might be like, wait, 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 wait. And I think about a shot machine. I, a, a Jaegermeister, was that yeah. what it was? Mm-hmm. So a Jaegermeister shot machine. I had sold one years, <laughs> <laughs> years ago, and I was at the flea market. This has probably been over come, a year now. Yeah. But I had sold one prior to this, and that's what caught my attention because I saw it on the ground at the flea market.
1: <laughs> and you had sold one before. So. Exactly. So
0: I asked the vendor how much, and he goes fifty bucks. And I said, does it work? He said, absolutely. So I said, okay, well let me think about it. I, I sold one years prior, and I didn't know exactly what the market was bearing for it right then. So I was gonna walk away and think about it. And as I'm walking, away the vendor comes okay and he goes okay 25 dollars and I'm like Okay. Well, I know the last one I sold was like three or $400 in the range, three to 500 bucks. I don't remember exactly what it was. So $25, very, very small risk, especially when he told me that it worked. And it was a vendor that I known at the flea market that I bought other stuff from. So I had a pretty good idea of that. So right away, I didn't even need to do any research 25 bucks. And you didn't
1: negotiate down. No, very
0: small entry to, to, to buy this item. So I actually paid him, picked it up, walked it out to the truck, came back and walked around. So I didn't have to negotiate him any further on that, but he negotiated with me because he didn't want to lose the buyer so that's one way that you can do it the other way once you're walking away you do the research you can come back make sure it makes sense for you so as a seller of items you know a flipper you your money is made in the buy so you want to get that item as low as you possibly can so you do have money to pay extra for shipping that you can put towards shipping or money towards eBay fees and that kind of stuff Make sure you're getting that item as cheap as you possibly can. And sometimes, I mean, buyers also, if you are sellers also, I keep mixing up these words. (laughs) If you're negotiating with somebody and they tell you the first price and you're like, all right, I'll buy it. That's one of those things a seller's like, shoot, I should have asked more money for it. (laughs) So even if a seller tells me $40 for something, I might say, hey, you know, would you take 30, once I walk away, come back, hey, would you take 35 or 30 bucks for it? There's enough profit there for it that I could pay the $40. They might say, no, I'm really, I'm uh, firm on the $40. That's where you can be like, all right, well, they know you try to negotiate. They're not feeling bad for the price that they're getting for it. That's where you pay them the forty dollars and you walk away with it. So but you can also, I mean, you have to make up your mind what it's worth for you. If you come back and say, you know, I'm only gonna make so much money on this, you know, don't tell the the seller that, but say, you know, all I can really afford to spend on this is twenty dollars. Make sure you have that price in your head and then walk away if they will not come down to the price that you need to get for the or need to buy the item for.
1: And that's the hard part is not getting emotionally involved in decision about an item you're like okay well I can get this for $50 but it sells for $100 is my profit really there okay if I can get it for 20 it might be worth it so you just have to kind of do the math in your head and is it gonna be worth your time to do that and and when you come back with your price and if it doesn't work you just have to get it took it's taken me a while like I don't like saying no to people because I will do some of the smaller stuff and now with the kids I help them a little bit sell some stuff and and sometimes it's like you just have to walk away and say no thank you and just be polite and yeah. that is a, a huge piece. We were going to talk about like what not to do, but we can just mix it in here, I guess. So being polite is a huge piece of it because if you, you don't ever want to be rude to anybody and you ever, never want to cut down their item and be like, oh, well, it's got this, this and this. And there are, there are, is a way to do it tactfully. Like if it's not in good condition, you can state that obviously, but you don't attack the person and or their item and, and t- just because you want a good deal. Cause you've been, you've probably, if you're listening to this and you're selling stuff, you've probably been on the receiving end of that. And that does not feel good and we, why would you ever want to do that to anybody? So
0: yeah, absolutely. And being polite, that is a, a number one key with this. You do not want to be rude to anybody. We're not about being rude. No. If you can't strike a deal, there's more items out there. You just keep walking and keep going with it. You don't have to try and force it down their throat. Tell them, Hey, this item's only worth this. You don't ever have to do that. If they're not willing to come down, there's no chance in, in talking to a wall That, that <laughs> and, and, and really being rude to them. There's no, no, no reason to do that. So definitely keep that in mind while you are negotiating, but have that price in your head. If you walk away, you walk back, know what you're willing to go to. If it is only worth $20 to you because you have eBay fees, you have shipping, you have all that other stuff that's going to come into play with it. Yeah, make sure you have that in your mind and then be willing to walk away from it. So that's definitely negotiating in person. Very, very fun once you master it. Very nerve wracking when you are mastering it to really get the hang of it because it is, it just feels really, really weird to do it. So And I
1: will add one thing in person I was just thinking about. So it is, it's, it's a confidence thing. So it, as you're walking around, you know, with somebody you just kind of you just have to have a little bit of confidence about what your your stature or what would you say because you start you know you you start to learn how to read people after a little while and you you know their mannerisms and, yep. but your body language has to be a confident or a lot of times you just don't say anything like and that is a huge tactic too you'll be looking at an item looking at an item you're just looking at it and they just start talking themselves down yeah like they'll just while you're just you do not even said anything or maybe you just say hi or whatever you're just polite you're not really you're just looking at something though so yeah. you haven't try to give them any other number and they just keep going back, back, back. So it's, it's the way that you posture yourself in in person. Now you can't do that online. So dive into negotiating online.
0: Absolutely. So this is where you're going to do the apps. You're going to negotiate online. Uh, Yeah, really is. The only thing is through the apps because auctions you're bidding on the item, but you're dealing with a specific seller online. Who's got an item listed. This is also as much fun and it's (laughs) way easier to master. You just have to, the same thing. we never are rude to people, never telling people that item's not worth that. And if you've been in this business for a while, you might have had pre- people approach you for items that you're selling, telling you that it's not worth that, and that's that doesn't feel good to anybody, and doesn't get anybody anywhere. No. All you do is create a wall between you and the seller, and we don't ever recommend you doing that. Yeah. You know, just like I said with the in person, if it's not going to work for you, walk away. There's more items out there. There's no reason to get put somebody in a bad mood, really rip somebody apart. There's no need to do that. We're we're not about that. We're about making money and really finding a good fit for the items the items that we're sourcing. So, no.
1: one thing you do online is you offer, the, or as soon as you see an item, you say, is it available? And then you pretty much cut the price in half when you when you offer and some people might be scared to do that yeah. so
0: and I typically try to go maybe a little bit over half so if they're asking two hundred dollars instead of saying hey would you take a hundred bucks for it depending on the item yeah, it but it yeah I might go hey would you take 120 hundred twenty for it so you're a little bit over half on it and then you'll also have a good feel of if this person is negotiable right. sometimes you'll come back and say hey 150 is the best I can do sometimes you will come back and say no 200 is my do- bottom dollar that's it and if the items worth two thousand dollars two hundred dollars is not a bad buy that you can get it from that. But it also goes back to psychologically when somebody lists something, if you pay them the full price, they might be thinking, Hey, I didn't ask enough money for it to where if you even offer them a little bit less, and if they're, they're not willing to negotiate, you come up to their price. It definitely, it will work out in your favor that way. So, but don't be afraid to offer. This is the best part. There's no face-to-face interaction with a person online. So you don't have to be scared or timid or anything like that. Throw out an offer and be polite with it as well. So if I was going to offer somebody, they had a $200 item and I was going to off from $120. I would write them and either say, Hey, you know, this is all I can afford on this item. I have cash. I can pick it up later today. Would you take $120? And they might say, yes. They might say, no, I'll do 150. And then you can decide on that. Or you just ask people, Hey, would you take $120? And then they might respond back with, Hey, I'll do 150. Then you can respond back to them and say, listen, all I really have in my budget to buy this is $120. Thanks for coming down to 150. But that's really all that I can spend is 120 and see how they respond back. They might say, okay, well I'll do 120. That's better than nothing. And I have a buyer on the line for this item. So yeah. just communicating like that, very, very polite. Always, we always want to be polite when we're negotiating, but that's the best way to do it online for, for the
1: negotiation. You never know really where the person, the seller is. So you don't know like if they're moving, they need to have gone right now. You don't know where they're at or if they don't care about sitting on it and they want to get full price. So you just have to kind of feel them out. And some people might be like, no, I can't. Most people aren't rude to you, even if you offer half, like yeah. they they, or they just might not respond. And that's, that's, it. and that's fine. And then a lot of times even... If you do start that conversation, maybe a month later, they still have the item and they come back and be like, okay, I'll go ahead and take, you know, one fit, 120 or whatever. Um, and they still have the item and they just want it gone at that point and that you can come get it. So if we, that happens more often than you think, as long as you keep that communication open.
0: Great story on this one. <laughs> we bought a chiropractic bed. I offer the guy, he had it listed for $600. I offered him 325 roughly for the bed. Yeah. He didn't respond back to me, didn't say anything about it. I was like, and he saw the message. You can tell when people see messages, he saw the message, didn't say anything back. A week and a half later responded to me and said, Hey, if you can pick it up today, you can have it for free. <laughs> no, why would somebody do that? I offered him $325 for the item. He said, if you can come pick it up today, he needed to get it out. He had another chiropractic bed coming, coming in and, in, and, and he just wanted to get rid of it. He didn't, it wasn't a money thing. He just wanted to get rid of it. So you'll find people like that. And I said, absolutely. I can come pick it up. Our Our times didn't meet up that day, so I ended up going the next morning with the trailer and picking it up the next morning. But got the thing for free, and then we sold it for $21 or $2,200 crazy 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 profit on that but that just goes to show you even if somebody doesn't answer you back and they see your message it's not the end of the world Mm -hmm. they might not be ready right now but it might get to the point in a week a two weeks a month where they'll come down to the price and say hey come pick this thing up yeah I'll take your offer on it so uh, keep that in mind as well when you're uh, negotiating online
1: and a lot and also online does have an in-person component so sometimes you get to the item and you go to buy the item if you're doing an app or whatnot not whatnot but the word, whatever, (laughs) now they have that out there. I use that word a lot for just normal talking. But you go and you meet the person in person, but if you've already negotiated them down and they've agreed and you don't like it to negotiate it down more. Sometimes if something's not quite in the shape that you thought, when you get there you can negotiate that's you can decide if you want to negotiate before you get there or when you get there but we don't you don't like to do both because it's not it's kind of like you've already got them down and now you're trying to cut them down again and it just doesn't it doesn't feel feel good yeah
0: yeah so definitely the way that i do it online is i'll negotiate before i see the item in person i have pictures of the item i have an understanding of what the item looks like what it is to me when i get there if there are stuff that was not disclosed if there's scratches on it that i didn't see something's broken or bent on it and i didn't see it in the pictures I'm very polite. I will not say, Hey, I didn't see this. I can only give you this much money. And yeah, that's, that, that's all that I can because you didn't show me or tell me anything about that. I politely say, Hey, you know, sorry, I I didn't see this in the pictures and it wasn't disclosed in the description. I didn't know that it was there. I I can't give you this, this much money. I'm going to actually have to pass. And the seller will do one of two things. They will say, okay, thank you. And they'll let you walk away or they'll say, okay, well, I just need to get rid of it. How much are you willing to give me? You've already negotiated. I've negotiated online. So I've already gotten them down to the price that's acceptable for both of us. And then when they're asking you to give them, that's when you, you, you'll come in and give them a lower price that it either makes sense to you or you walk away. If it's something you can't fix and you can't live with, that's where you want to walk away from it and just be done with it. And then yeah, learn your lesson from that situation. Maybe ask better questions next time. If you had to drive an hour to get there, make sure you're asking really, really good questions before you get there yeah. knowing, Hey, are there any, you know, broken parts on it? Is it working properly? <laughs> it, you know, are there dents and dings in it? I can't really tell from the pictures. Make sure you're asking all those questions before you take a long trip to pick up something that you found online. Yeah.
1: And that's a, an important point is you're still not obligated to buy once you get there. I Great mean, if point. it's not in, you know, your best interest, if you know, it's going to, you're going to sit on it and you, it needs to be fixed. It's not worth your time for a project. You know, you just are polite about it though. You're not rude. Like, Oh, this, is, this sucks. This is not in the condition that you said it was like, you're not rude. You're just nice. And yeah. just politely say, sorry, I can't make this work for me. And, but you're not tied to the item. So, you, cause you could feel like when you meet up with somebody that you're obligated at this point, but, but you're not. And also the point too, that you were saying you like to negotiate before you get there so as a seller when I'm selling locally on marketplace I would rather somebody negotiate before so I know like if I'm selling something for 50 bucks and they offer me 40 I want to know that yeah sure I'll take 40 whether except for when I go to meet up with them and then they try to negotiate down like as a seller I would just prefer it before so it just feels better on the apps for some reason so but we don't recommend or don't like doing both of them no, so it's absolutely a, not. you can kind of pick one or the other but not both it's just kind of nice practice and i think that goes along with so the two main points of those two don't do both of them and then don't be rude like it'd yeah. <laughs> be nice we actually had somebody pretty crazy story it's our probably our craziest sale on was it marketplace or craigslist
0: uh, i think it was marketplace if i'm not mistaken this was like eight years ago
1: now Yeah, it's been a while. Because Lexi was a baby. So like eight years ago, I was still training, I think, at the house. Yeah, I was at the house training. So you negotiated with personal trainer, I think she was, wanted to buy this Pilates machine.
0: Pilates tower, Pilates machine with a tower attachment to it. Expensive machine.
1: Yeah, it was on eBay too, I think.
0: I think it was. But
1: yeah, anyways, so she negotiated with you. She got you down a little bit. And so you agreed. They came to come pick it up. They came to our house, which we don't recommend doing our house your house like it was a bigger item but yeah. we don't do any transactions at the house anymore mm-hmm. so. this is
0: that <laughs> transaction that stopped us from meeting people at our house and going to the local places yes. the shopping Even if mall. it's big
1: item we'll still yeah. just throw it in the trailer and meet somebody because of because of this situation Absolutely. it doesn't happen often, but because of the situation. Yeah. So she had negotiated down with you. They got here. Then the husband got involved and started talking down and started talking like this is like this needs to be fixed yeah. and dry rotted. What did he say?
0: These these springs are stretched out. This is not a new unit. This is this and this and this, you got this mark over here and this and this. And I had already told the lady before she came, I said, listen, this is the bottom line. Don't come here and try and offer me any less. I guess she didn't tell her husband that because he's sitting here picking the machine apart and going, okay. And I think it was like $2,000. Eighteen hundred yeah, somewhere in that area. I think. Yes. Maybe, yeah, you're right. somewhere in that area, and he comes in and goes, "Well, we already
1: knocked to- a couple hundred off." Absolutely. Yeah. He
0: goes, "You're uh, you're gonna take twelve hundred dollars <laughs> for this unit," and I said, "Yeah, no, I've already told your wife this is the price." Great. If you don't want it, if it's not what you thought it was. <laughs> Yeah, the door's right there. No big deal. And he's like, no, you are going to take $1,200 for this unit because of these issues on this. And they had driven a long way. I think they drove yeah. an hour, hour yeah. and a half to get there, yeah. which none of the stuff that he said was wrong with it was wrong with it. It was his tactic to try and get me lower on the price instead of asking me.
1: And he, replacing springs would not even be like as much as he no. Yeah.
0: And so. he told me that. And finally, I'm to the point of saying, hey, you know what? You guys, It's not a good fit for you guys. Here's the door. Yeah, no problem at all. And they stormed out of the house, sat in the car for five minutes and came back. each other came back and knocked, he came back and knocked on the door. And at that point I was already done. I'm, I'm finished with this. I don't want to deal with this, this buyer, angry, very angry. And I told him, he goes, okay, we'll pay your price. And I said, no, (laughs) it's not for sale. It's done. I'm done. And so he starts beating on my door and then starts cursing me out. (laughs) On the door. We have a glass a glass window Kids inside the door.
1: And I, I have a training client in the back room at, that, at the same Craziness. time. Craziness. <laughs>
0: so he's doing that and I'm like, okay, am I going to have to call the cops or what am I going to do? So he beat on the door. He's cursing me out, cursing me out. He goes finally after like a minute and he goes back, jumps in the truck and they leave. But that's one of those situations. Now we
1: ended up selling it on eBay a couple weeks later. For, I think, for the for full, full price. Full price.
0: <laughs> so that's one of those things. But that's the wrong way to negotiate. No, do no. not force yourself on anybody. You're
1: going to take this. That yeah. is not the way to that does not work for anybody. No, <laughs> so. absolutely
0: not. So that is one of those things. And that's a point Melissa even made too, that this these people should have done the same thing. You're not obligated once you create, uh, even if you negotiate uh, through the app, you're not obligated, do not feel bad walking away if it's not a good fit for you. If it's gonna cost you too much money, if you're gonna have to put too much work in it, if it's a project that you didn't know it was, walk away from it. Trust me, it feels weird, but it will feel empowering as you're walking back to the car and you just didn't buy something that was a huge project or something that you were unaware of issues with the item. So don't be afraid to walk away. It's totally doable. You can totally do it. And it gets easier and easier as you, as you, you really master this negotiation skill.
1: And I wanted to add too, had that, had he come, they'd already negotiated with you. Had he been looking and just been quiet and polite and looked at the springs and just been like, ah, like I kind of, Was hoping these you may have knocked another hundred dollars off, like because you wanted to just get it out or whatever. Like you might have if he was just came at it at a completely different way instead of trying to strong arm you into like, that was just crazy. Yeah. So and, and another one that that, uh, that I remember right
0: offhand, this happened like a month or two ago, a generator that I sold, this was done the right way. He negotiated with me on the price. I think I had it for $4,800 on eBay. I had it locally. He found it locally. I think he, I think we agreed on like $4,200 for this generator that we sold generator welder machine. He got here and he's testing the machine out and it, it, it wasn't working like there's switches on a generator that for a generator welder that you turn it on, you crank it up, it runs full blast. You put it down to like an idle position, and that wasn't working right. And I didn't know it, and I didn't disclose it to him. And what he said to me why he's doing it, and I could have I could have been a jerk, or he could have been a jerk. But he said, you know what, I didn't know this was not working with it. It's a little spot right here on the carburetor. It's a, that it does the adjustment. It does it when you put it on this setting. Can can you knock a hundred bucks off so I can get this repaired and it will work right? And right there, I'm like, yeah, that's polite. He's not forcing me to do it. He's not. <laughs> demanding me to do it. He drove a long way to get this and he's just asking right. me a question. And that's where I'm like, yeah, this was really my fault. I didn't know it. I should have known that it was supposed to idle like this when you turned it to this different area and it didn't do it. So he did it the right way. And and I said, absolutely, I will. I'll let you. And he was going to fix it. He wasn't trying to say, hey, you know what? I got to pay somebody to do this. It's yeah. going to be an extra $500. people talk. Absolutely. It's, so yeah. that's the right way to negotiate with people. Always be polite and just feel, you know, they're just like you. Just make sure you're feeling them out and, and find out if it's possible. If it's not perfect and it's a deal breaker, walk away from it. Don't be afraid to walk away. So So
1: be polite and yeah, don't be afraid to walk away. Those are the big, probably the biggest points of, of negotiation and then practice. Practice. It's it's a it's a dance. It it's is fun, and you you enjoy it. It, it. It's it's an art like that you can learn. It's it, and totally learnable.
0: Totally a learnable it's, skill. So yeah. you can do it. The more you do it, the better you'll absolutely the better you will get at it. And I still remember my first times going to the flea market years and years ago, and it being so weird for me to ask somebody how much an item was <laughs> because then. I didn't want to walk away from it. And then <laughs> I started to get better and better at it. The more I asked, the more I'm like, all right, yeah, let me think about yeah. it. Walk away. So that's that that's your number one line when you're in person. Hey, let me think about it. And then walk away and you're either going to get somebody running after you or you're going to get (laughs) some some time to to do some research and make uh, an educated investment. So awesome. So awesome.
1: Thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate your time and we would... Absolutely love it if you could leave us a review. We are trying to build up as we renamed the podcast. So we are actually doing a $100 gift card drawing for this month. So at the end of May, we will do that drawing. If you leave us a review, send us a screenshot at rob at flea market with review in the subject line. We will be putting that drawing and we'll announce it at the end of May. So for the $100 Amazon gift card. So awesome. <laughs> you guys are awesome. So
0: thank you guys so much for spending some- time with us we absolutely appreciate it we love hanging out with you guys have such a wonderful day and we'll see you on the next
1: episode thank you so much for tuning into the pro flipper show it would mean the world to us if you could leave us a review so we could keep helping people make their flipping businesses more profitable you guys are rock